Hey yo kid Watch out for the jab Welcome all <laughs> Let's have it right. That's just cute That's cute Let's go Well welcome That's Hello everyone <laughs> That was an interesting way to inter- yeah. open up the show. I like that, Alec. Yeah, good energy. It's a good day, man. It's beautiful outside. Beautiful day. Yeah. The Packers just lost. No, it's, it's, it's an it's overtime. Tie, yeah. They haven't lost yet. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, now they're going to, because Alec spoke it into existence. We need Damn, a new dude. kicker. <laughs> do you remember that thing with like not stepping on a crack when you were a kid? You'll break your mama's back. Yeah. Did you ever do it? Like, Were you ever like, fuck you, mom? Dude, <laughs> in school, they had cracks in school, and I would jump over them. Bitch, put me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> find the first Mom took away my PlayStation. <laughs> I don't like stepping on cracks too. Still to this day, I yeah. watch out for them. Yeah, it's eerie. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Th- it's not for the fact that I think my mother's back will break. Too many ankles breaking. Oh yeah, I'm breaking ankles on the court. And one mixtape. Basketball baby. is no, my favorite I'm, sport. I've come to believe Brock is uh he's invincible. I saw him take a digger down a hill, like mm, like I a, a super spills. steep hill, head first, rolling, and he got up and he was fine. Yeah. Was I've amazing. seen Brock fall a lot also yeah. on his mm-hmm. bike. Yeah. Remember You're my clumsy. my nickname was King Pinjury. King Pinjury, really? It was like King Pin, but with injury because injury was so I was so injury prone. Wow. Mine was Dare Weenie. Mm. Why? Oh, because you got scared of dares. <laughs> my weenie was dared. <laughs> <laughs> Had a daring weenie. <laughs> well, this is Young Al. Yeah. Oh, and people call me Jay. And this is Breezy Randall. What's happening? Welcome y'all? to episode thank nine. You yes, thank you for J-A-B, listening. J A B. This is the chat. Oh. So we'd like to start off with a few questions from Instagram. <laughs> this one is from Jay Fresh Fit. He wants to know. Oh, when do the Astros play? <laughs> so Brock, how you feeling, man? This is the first week you actually hit a week workout with me almost every day. I feel amazing, dude. It's been a really, yeah. really fun time. Even kicking my ass in the gym, but it feels worth it at the end of the week for sure. You look alive. Thank you. I and feel glowing. Alive. It makes you awake. Yeah. Thanks. I have a glow. Yeah, you looked like shit before. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I look like less shitty now. Yeah, it's like all right, we're a couple of degrees less of shit. Yeah, cool. yeah. It's yeah. so like a slight. It's ten percent every workout. That's Dude, what I hear. Alec, you did one with us the other day. How, I did what do you one. think of it? Um, it was great. Yeah. Fucking tiring. It's different, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody has their own like idea of like how to work out, but it's just it it varies for everybody, and you can kind of try different stuff. I know you do a lot of isolating. Mm-hmm. I do cool. isolates throughout the the whole um the whole week. Is that, is that working out like a specific part of yeah. your body? Okay. It's like one muscle. No, I do whole, uh, full body. Okay. Yeah, I do full body almost every day. So okay. then I get higher reps on my legs and things like that. So if I do isolate, if I say I isolate my legs one day a week and I have a shitty workout, then that, my whole week shot with legs. So if I do them every day, it gets my reps up. True. So it helps a little bit with growth. Yeah. And that's what I'm working on. So Growth. Growth in the legs. Growth. <laughs> and the arms and everywhere else too. So. Yeah. Do you have like one part in particular you really want to... Like, work at yeah yeah. It's my legs and then my strength. Mm. So those two things. I think my biggest thing personally that I would like right now, besides just like like getting healthier overall, is like I'd like to strengthen like my hips and yeah. Legs. You have really tight hips. I'm very tight. Like mobility wise. Yeah, like flex flexibility, but I think that also comes into with like strength. Yeah. Yeah. He has really tight glutes. Yeah. The only thing <laughs> is, if you do oh, really. build your muscle in your glutes before you get the um, mobility in there, mm-hmm. it could make it worse. Really? It make it tighter. Mm, yeah, tighten everything up. Tighten up what's tight. I can't tight. imagine having tighter glutes than yeah. I have already. 
You know, it's actually super common because um, for most most guys, like if you ask a guy to flex his bicep, they're really good at it, right? They can do it right oh, away. Oh, yeah, for but sure. But if you ask a guy to flex their glutes, most guys can't. Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just because a lot of us, we tend to focus on those it's muscles. It's a daily question. Yeah. yeah. We focus on the muscle muscles that we can see, and you can't really see your own glutes. When you said that, Al, did you, did you try to flex? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I did for sure. I was like, I can do it. Yeah. I just, sometimes, sometimes I just bounce around on my butt, like sitting. Ooh. You know, it's nice. I don't know butt why bouncing. Yeah. yeah, and the biggest thing is, you know, fitness isn't specifically for somebody. Like something that works for one person might not work for the exactly. other person. True. So it's not. It, you have to find something that caters to your body. Exactly, and then you have fun with too. Exactly. Fun. Switch it up. Yeah. Hmm. I tried this thing for a while where it was uh, uh, a guy that was a trainer at my gym. He he trained like competition people, mm. and he's like six sets of six of one big compound movement every okay. day. Six Heavy as you can six. go, six sets of six. He's like, don't do anything else, just just walk just or build a little strength, cardio. Yeah. Then I tried it for a little while, and I noticed improvement on those specific lifts, but I didn't notice any difference in my body really much as mm. far as like musculature. So it was just like I got good at weighted pull ups, but yeah, I didn't feel, I didn't look much. When different. you looked in the mirror and things oh. like yeah. that, and um, with this full body stuff, I feel like I get to use a lot. We work a lot of my core, and it's, it's cool. I like, I feel more uh, rounded. Right. Rounded. One thing that I've been chasing is health because if you were to chase health and not, you know, going to the gym fitness, I feel like your body follows very quickly. And if you just chase like doing isolating or like a compound lift in the gym and hope that's going to change your body. Mm-hmm. It might not do what you think it's going to do. At my, uh, at the gym, our, our dumbbells only go up to hundred pounds. And this kid came in he's like this skinny redhead kid. Nice. And he's like, I don't know why being redhead matters. It just, I think it helps <laughs> with his attitude. And we he, all picture this person. Yeah. Uh, redheads kind of are a little ornery person. sometimes. So he was a little really? sassy. <laughs> ornery. It's like angry. No, no. I said, oh. really? Yeah. But, um, so he comes in and he's looking at the dumbbell rack. I'm telling you, this kid is like five foot 10, 125 pounds. I think super I know where skinny. you're going with this. And he looks at the rack and he's like, is that, a, is that heavy as your dumbbells go up to? It's like hundred pounds. He's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. How much does kid weigh? He's probably 130 pounds. Damn. He's skinny, right? And then he, he didn't sign up. And I feel like it, either he either that was like his defense mechanism to have a reason to not sign up or he just like genuinely felt like he needed right. to do something with more than 100 pounds. That's crazy. I feel like if you can't get ripped off like 40 pounds, you're yeah. working out wrong. Exactly. You don't need to be heavy all the yeah. time. Yeah. What what lifts do you think he was doing where he was over? over I couldn't possibly pounds. imagine. <laughs> Maybe he picked it up and rolled it like a sled push or something. Like, but I, I can't picture him picking that thing up. That's a maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe use them for something else. Yeah, he just needed access. You know, to heavy you'd, you'd be surprised how like actually a skinny guy can pick shit up, like heavy mm-hmm. stuff up. But it's really about like if you, you how well they move with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Form, like he might mobility. be able to pick that up, but he also might throw his back out, and, you know, and break his done. hip at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And you should work out to what makes you feel good, not just by what you know showing off. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, I can lift a hundred pound dumbbell, but am I doing it right? And am I actually Dude, gaining something from it? That's the way we all start, though. You know, yeah. I remember, when, I know when I first started in the gym, I go straight for the bench press, <laughs> and it's just like my defense mechanism. I won't stretch, won't warm up. I was like, I know the bench press. Mm-hmm. I go set my stuff up, put some weight on that I do every time I'm there, bench it out, and then try to figure it out from there. And, and never had a plan. Yeah. And. That was me too. And yeah. taking all the supplements I could take. Everything. Yep. Everything just supplement possible. your way through it. <laughs> Games. Supplements. Yeah. The fitness world is weird, dude. Yeah. It sounds like it. Especially being a trainer. How other trainers talk about other trainers. Because like, again, like you think about it's all different for different people, right? So like if I'm training somebody, you might not know. You know, if I'm training somebody and, you know, you give them some advice, you don't know anything about their body. Yeah. And uh, trainers just like to bash on other trainers because I think it makes them feel like they're smarter than the trainer they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone. And everyone wants to be right and yeah. not have an open mind to it's maybe like, someone else's ideas. About? Yeah. Yeah. It's 
That's the hardest thing with my fitness community that I see. That I see is just like, oh, did you not taking this new protein? Oh, did you not doing this? You're not going to see any. Oh, that's garbage, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. So it's just consistency, consistency and health. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever feels good for you, man. Yeah. 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 I always hear like you guys talk about um, different like methods and stuff like that, and it seems like it can be confusing. Everyone has like their own thing. Yeah. And my thing is, there's no like book of health, you know. Mm And if, like, say Jordan comes up to me and there might be something I disagree with, yeah. I'll, like, work out with him and maybe yeah. do it for myself Try. before I'm just like, dude, nope, fuck Unless that. it's unreasonable, yeah. yeah. Unless you, like, tell me to do some I went through a workout shit. with a guy. The only time I ever did feel like it was unreasonable, this guy I used to go to high school with, I was visiting back home and I worked out with him. And he did this bizarre thing where he, so he sat on his butt. It was kind of like a Russian twist, but he, like let his butt rotate and his legs fly over to one side. Well, he, so say his legs swing over to the left really far and not straight. He reaches out with the dumbbell across into the right side of his body and twists his core and throws the dumbbell behind him and throws his legs the other direction. And I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. It's like, no, thanks bro. I'm good on that. And then there's also this weird shoulder thing he was doing really heavy and really fast. I was like, yeah, I love my shoulders too much for that shit. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever hurt myself in the gym. Is working out with someone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause Number one, your testosterone like mm-hmm. gets high, and you're just like, no, let's do more weight, more weight. A girl walks into the gym and it's full of dudes. I'm telling you, every weight in that gym is gonna be racked up. They're gonna be looking, for, yeah, they're gonna be going for it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys talk kind of talk shit about like CrossFit. Have you ever done it? Yeah, one time. Have um, you ever done it? No, hmm. never done it. What do you think, Jordan? I think it's um, it's a good way to show off how athletic you are, but I don't think it's a means for people to get fit. In the yeah. first place, you know, it's kind of like it's a sport. You know, it's like you wouldn't take, you know, a middle-aged woman and you know throw her on a football field. No, it'd be pretty entertaining. It would be it'd be mom so football sad. league MFL. It'd be so sad. That'd be awesome, dude. We should start that MFL. Yeah. It'd be so much crying. Yeah, and the reason crying. <laughs> Imagine just moms lighting each other up and like, yeah, Woo! getting all over their That's face. That's why your husband stuff. left you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it gets personal. I think that could be a hit, dude. It would be great. I'd watch. Mom football. And the reason why I don't Mom I haven't done CrossFit is just because like my mobility, especially my shoulders and stuff, mm-hmm. is not a hundred percent. And I've seen way too many people get hurt doing CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that would be me. I'm very competitive and I'll definitely put some weight up that I shouldn't be doing. Well, I know a few chiropractors and the big big bulk of their business is people that are a little older that went and did CrossFit and they're always getting hurt. Yeah. But it, the thing that's most interesting about it is people love it. Even if they're getting hurt, they love it. So my thing is is like it's the group mentality. Mm-hmm. I get it. And I watched CrossFit games totally tight. But yeah. those people are beasts. Like yeah. on TV? Or yeah. Really? CrossFit but- is meant to be an extreme sport. And the problem is that I feel is now it's gone into the mass market where now your average person who sits at a desk yes. is able to do Slaps it. Slaps on some SpongeBob socks. Yeah, man. Heads and- out there with the, the powder, the chalk powder. And then gets hurt. Yeah. So that's the only reason. I think it's an awesome sport. Yeah. But you just got to be, you got to know what you're well, doing. You're right. Even the most elite athletes have chronic injuries. You know, it's at like, the, I think at the games there was 32 uh, pec tears. Yeah. Damn. That's what you get for bench pressing 225 as fast as you can 75 times. Mm. I mean, it's so impressive, but fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, what, exactly. what for? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It's it's insane. You know, like, um, the CrossFit body that girls have? Like, those girls are jacked up. Have you ever seen those Shoulders. Girls? Yeah, they're monsters, man. Shoulders. Yeah, it's, imp- it's impressive, but it's just like shit. I think the games was in Madison this year. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. like the national games. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Madison. Yeah, it looked what up. M Town. M. People call it that. No, I just did. Huh? That's me. Maybe we could coin that. You're welcome, M Town. M Town could be home of the Mom Football League first uh, inaugural game. 
Mom football league. Let's mom do it, town. dude. Mom town. Imagine what, how moms would talk shit to each other on a football oh, field. dude. Dude. Then their kids would get brought into it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. for sure, kids. This is what you get for bullying my daughter. Like Desperate Housewife football? That's <sighs> fucking so entertaining, I bet. Yeah. Tons of injuries. Yeah, people get hurt for sure. So what's going on in the Packer game? Man, it's an overtime. They're just going back and forth. Packers just punted it. I'm worried. They just Did you guys see it? the interview with Aaron Rodgers after the yeah. game? Yeah, with it, he's he all pilled up. Out of it. Yeah, <laughs> he looks he looked pretty high. He was in, he was on cloud nine. It's funny because he knew too. At yeah. the end, he just like smiled. He's like, oh yeah, yeah <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's cra- it's crazy if he was actually high, like that. He did that uh, high like the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. so impressive. Yeah, I mean, whatever wins. Shit, that's wild. Whatever makes us win. Yeah, I'm in. I wonder yeah. like. What they can give, they're just like such immediate pain relief. Cortisol. Cortisol? Yeah. Uh, salts. They put it right into the, they, they <laughs> shoot it right into the, the joint, right? Um, I have no idea. No, not the salt, the cortisone. Probably. I'm sure they got some high tech shit back there. No, I think it's cortisol. Cortisone is the butt cream, cortisol is the hormone. <laughs> they use both. <laughs> Cortisone is the shot. Is cortisol the butt cream? Use the butt cream. Uh, I might have led a lot of people astray <laughs> on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Aaron, sure? Spread the can cheeks. We, can we please fact check that one? What? We're taking and that. Cortisone cream is the is it like Bengay? No, it's like a it's like a itch cream for your butt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my, cortisol. My friend told me about it. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Hashtag. Uh, yeah. All right. It's so, confirmed. Cortisol butt cream. So you know, cortisone. the other it's a funny th- funny uh, the other day I went to Walgreens to pick up um, butt cream. No, I had some, <laughs> I had a little bit of jock itch going on. Oh yeah, boy. Yeah, I had it before and I knew. It just I didn't jump in the shower quick enough after my workout, you know that kind of thing. Um, so a I, go to, moldy. I would go to Walgreens to get the jock itch cream, and and the thing that sucks about it is it's not like it's not like it's not like subtle at all. Mm. It says jock itch cream on the outside, <laughs> and then it's got like a diagram of a person with a burning red cross. <laughs> and you I'm just should like, have bought like a candle and like and, rope too. And I also needed condoms at the same time. Oh, so nice! It's like, going down. So I got them both, and I was I walked up to the front of the line Man. and. There was like four people up there. I was like, nah. So I walked around a little bit and I came back up and it was clear. And I got up in the line and it was a girl cash cashier and she kind of looked at me and I was like, Ugh. and she didn't put them in the bag right away. And there were people came up behind me and I was like, people were just thinking I'm disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, going, you better wear a condom with your itchy dick throwing that thing yeah. around. It was embarrassing. I, I like broke a little sweat at the register as I was leaving. Uh-huh. Oh God. One one time when I was like 20, I checked out at Walmart once and I got uh, like a Red Bull pack of cigarettes. Uh, condoms, a plan B pill. <laughs> and I wasn't like on purpose. Like, I wasn't trying to make a statement. It I just needed like all it. those things. It was a busy night. That was the old me. So my, <laughs> I've changed. I have one too. So there was a Halloween party at uh, Spencer's house and we went to Walmart real quick because we were like putting up like lights and stuff to make it dope. And we had to get tape and we got condoms and candles because it kind of smelt in his basement. So it would make it smell good. And it was just me and him at the register. Mm. Awkward yeah. as fuck. It's like, weird when people name. make those connections. You yeah. know, like when people say stuff like that, they assume things. Like, fuck. Uh-huh. Condoms and tape, dude. Yeah. What were we thinking? You know, I used to think it was illegal to get condoms when I was a little kid. I, not that I was getting condoms when I was little, but I thought it was illegal <laughs> for people under the age of 18 to get condoms. Mm. No, that wouldn't be very Is it safe. not? No, it's legal. I think if you're you like 16 shopping? and you go get condoms, you can't. I've gotten Dude, yeah, they, sh- they, should, they should allow anyone to get condoms. You know I what I think is fucked up? Huh. Is that they put sizes of condoms on the outside of the box. Because now you got to like. You really got to, like, think about how you want 
to be perceived. Yeah. Like there's a difference between the dude that walks out the the store with like the, the normal condoms. You just you don't feel good about yourself. You don't. So like you the get magnums. the XLs and then you got a saggy condom. I'd rather have the condom fit than get. <laughs> wait, wait. Them. I've heard all condoms it, are the same size. I would. I don't know. No, bro. I put. I heard it's just labeling. Packaging. One time I put a, a magnum over like a like a root beer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we shook it up and exploded the you know exploded the root beer bottle. But that's beside the point. <laughs> hey, question: Drunk or were we kids when we did that? Drunk? Was I drunk when I did that, or was Ooh, I a kid? kid? Drunk, drunk, drunk. I was a kid. Kid, were you drunk? No, I was a kid. <laughs> I drunk know, kid. I know. <laughs> we used to turn up off a of soda when we were kids. Mm-hmm, that's get you dude, I'll never forget monster. my first soda, dude. Mm, sugar, sugar balls to your, the wall. You remember your first soda? Yeah, it was at my grandma's. She Everybody knew that kid that had like the fr- whose parents just got way too much soda. Yeah, you know, just had fridges. Just a full fridge, of soda. dude. Mm-hmm. We had a second fridge full of soda. It's crazy. Every flavor, fridges? the cheap ones too. Walmart like, shit, like the garage fridge, yeah. always stocked with and soda. I was longboarding in Galveston, and I saw a sign. That sounds fun. It was fun. It was really nice. It was a beautiful day. I saw a sign and it was a Coke. Someone drinking a glass bottle of Coke. It's like, it looks amazing. So I stopped this coffee shop and I got a glass like bottle of Coke. like the sweat on it. Mm-hmm. I took like two swigs of it and I was like, oh, it's just like sugar rush. And I felt like mm-hmm. hickey threw it out. The Mexican Coke though? Yeah. Bomb as fuck. With the uh, uh, sugar cane? Yeah, yeah it's man. Just, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Just a dude, glass the, bottle. No, I just get dude, tired, Mexican, Mexican Sprite. Sprite. Yeah. 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 So, and Jorritos? Mm. Yeah, sure. Pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. What's Wisconsin's? It's probably illegal. I bought condoms in Wisconsin when I was like 14. But you didn't look 14. Isn't that messed up? They let you masturbate, but you can't have real sex safely? No, no, no. no, It's backwards. You can buy condoms, but you can't watch porn. That's messed up. The porn industry is... uh, Booming. (laughs) I actually... So I started watching the show... Uh, oh, you didn't tell us about this porn? No, it's not. No, about? No, Come on. No, no. There's kids listening. Kanye it's, West? No, it's a show on um, HBO. It's called The Deuce. It's got like, uh, James Franco and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, I was. And Method Man's in it. It's, it's gonna a dope watch it, yeah. show. Dope show. But it's essentially about like um, prostitution in New York City in like the 70s, 80s, and the how like the birth of porn and stuff like that. It's super interesting to see like how like cracked down it was because you couldn't show like. D and P at the time, you know. Yeah, it's what? funny you got to see my visual. Yeah, for those, of you can't, those of you can't see what's going on. Brock is ever so elegantly holding his one finger up in a circle. It looks like a gun almost. Yeah, like a gun going through. A it keyboard. doesn't make sense. It's D and P. Stop. <laughs> He's still doing it. it. He's staring right. into Jordan's eyes. Yeah, you want to go to dinner or something now? Or? No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, um, hand shut down. <laughs> So the first time, this is kind of fucked up, but like the first time I saw porn, I was like four. I Damn. like walked in with my brother. Your baby should have dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, we left. We weren't at my house. We went to somebody else's house. So I was with my brother and his friends and his older brother who's in sixth grade. So oh, like, shit. Yeah, yeah, big 12 year old at the time. You know, like he had lesbian porn playing on the uh, computer. And I walked in and I saw it and I was like, holy shit, this is terrifying. I was like, hey, we should get out of here. Like, this isn't a good scene. I was four. You know what I'm saying? I was like. I can't even picture like a, a guy and a girl doing the, like sex. Once again, the gun. <laughs> yeah, he, he, a the, visual. The, pe- the penis gun. But like, imagine like a girl eating a girl out. Like, I didn't even know what that looked like. That yeah. was the first time I've seen a vagina. So yeah, I was wild. so terrified. And when did we start hanging out? That was shortly after that, probably like five yeah, And that's why my first experience with porn was with Brock. I was addicted to porn already by that point when I was in kindergarten. Isn't that crazy? Like, 
It's crazy. Like every weekend, I couldn't wait for my parents to go to sleep so I could watch like HBO late at night. It's, it's, I was so young, you know, thinking like at the time though, I was like, hell yeah, booze, and I didn't even really understand that, like why like why you were uh, like, erections enjoyed and it? stuff like that. I was like, oh, you gotta pee when your dick gets hard. Yeah, dude, this is crazy. Just like to even talk about, but uh, think about so porn. Yeah, were you like making business deals with like Pornhub at the time, the creator in the garage? Dude, I don't think they would uh, take solicitation from a. Is that the right word? Yeah. From a five-year-old kid. You were in it, dude. I wasn't in it. I watched it. You know, I had like one video when I was like 12, and I got it from, it was in my uncle's car. It was in the backseat of his car. I just don't know why someone drives around with porn. Anyway, um, so it was in the backseat of his car, and it was labeled something else. It wasn't labeled like a porn name. It was like a video you just write on. So I took it, and I popped it in the VCR, and it was porn. I was like, oh, sweet. Special tapes. Yeah, so I thought I, I hid it in my house, and I thought I was smooth, right? And like... One day, I had the spot. I hit it in the bathroom. Um, mm. Why in the bathroom? I don't know. Uh, Wait, is that... Oh, that's with the prison wine. Is that the same bathroom? No, no. Prison wine went on the fridge, on top of the fridge. Oh, yeah. You had to scrub for days. Yeah. Brock's talking about my prison wine I used to make when I was a little kid. I saw you can make it from grapes, so I just put grapes in a bottle. We talked about that in yeah. one of the episodes. Um, but my porno... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Back it, to the porn. It was like one porn with like three different sh- things in it. And I thought it was amazing. So one day, we're just like chilling out in the living room. It's like me, my mom, my brother. And my mom's like, she's like, oh, I saw that girl from your porno the other day on a dating TV show. <laughs> what? And I was like, what? And she's like, the girl from your porn video that you guys watch. It's like, I found, I saw her on a dating TV show. And no she just way. said it like casually. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, all these alarms go, I gotta go check my, my video. <laughs> I was like, how'd she know? Damn. And then she said, you guys. So I was like, how'd she know that? Like, is my brother, is my brother watching it too? And mm-hmm. apparently we were watching the same vid. Damn. Yeah. My yeah. dad had a stash Everybody's in the basement dead. and I slept in the basement. It was right there. Yeah. yeah. It was easy. Convenient. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, porn, did you hear that story about, uh, the Beatles, uh, masturbating with each other? Wait. Do you think like they did Paul? it to porn? Yeah. So like, yeah, like Paul McCartney. So uh, Paul McCartney told a story recently in an interview that, he was hanging out with the Beatles, like John and Ringo and George. Yeah, that's all of them. Ringo. <laughs> Ringo. I always want to name a dog Ringo. Ringo Randerson. Ooh, that's tight. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, Stay tuned. <laughs> Anderson, Randerson, Sanderson. Anderson, Sanderson, Randerson. Yeah. Sanderson, Anderson, Anderson. Like one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he told the story and he was saying that they were talking about like hot chicks at the time, which now like obviously so different, but these are like 60s hot girls. And then they started, one of, I don't know who it was first, one of them just like pulled out their dick and started like beating it. And then they all just like started masturbating in the same room, just casually. Whoa. So he told that, he said that's he what He said happened? that story just like recently. Artists are weird, man. Mm-hmm. Are they, artists Dude, get away old, with man. Dude, shit. they're demons, bro. Yep. They got the demons Beatles? in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're so successful. There's something they're doing yeah. that's weird. That is interesting. I wonder if that's the inspiration behind the song, Come Together. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, too, it's too on the nose. Yeah. Not the cu- yeah. But you never thought about it like that until you no. heard the story. I wouldn't have thought it was that. Do you think that the order that they were in that Abbey Road video is who came first? <laughs> <laughs> no, Ringo, it was me. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. That's um, funny. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of research about masturbation being really bad for you to do too much. Really? Too often, Yeah. Because it desensitizes you to real sex. So some people will start to not be able to be like excited for it unless it's like porn sex, which is totally ridiculous because no sex is like porn sex. Yeah. It's like, like a comedy. Maybe if like, you're doing it right. No. no way. <laughs> I feel like if, if your sex is like a porn sex, it's because you're both pretending that you think that's what the other person wants. Nobody wants that shit. That's, porn stars, maybe. 
it's their actors. Bro. Yeah, man. I have a friend that actually lives in L.A. and his roommate is a, a male porn star. Really? Yeah, dude. Damn. That's but so you know, you'd think that'd be cool, but they actually he told me that uh, like that they when the girls come over there when they have like parties and stuff that they're not like just hooking up like they want money for that mm, stuff. You know? They're so there it's, like, for they're just kind of like they're like business people. Makes sense with their body parts. I mean, they can make money doing yeah. fucking anything. It's not worth up. it though. Do you think we talked about this before? It's yeah. not worth it. Not even thirty million. Ten million. Do you think you could do porn? No. Do you think you could do porn? Possibly. If all else fails, like you can't get a job, like nothing's on the line, you're not. You still yeah, I could no? do porn. Like, what point do you have to get to? Pretty low. Yeah. For me, because like I want to do things later on in my life that would like. I'm just putting makeup that. on my tattoos. <laughs> I think um, my my biggest thing personally is just like I don't know which one of my family members might see me. Yeah, I don't care if people I know really watch me fuck. Like, but the, they have. Think about like later on in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee. It's more about okay. Yeah, let's open that door. I need to pee. Yeah. This episode of the Jab is brought to you by Loon Power Company. These boards are super, super, super durable. I actually got the inflatable last week. Al, did you get the which one did you get? I got the classic, the hardboard. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. rides pretty, parts pretty smooth. Dude, my favorite, and I'm a classic man, so yeah, you know <laughs> classic, how I do. Classic man. <laughs> yeah, I was actually really surprised with the durability of the the inflatable. I was worried it was gonna be a little soft, but once I pumped it up all the way, dude, it was gliding like yeah. Nothing. You're doing like handstand. Yeah, buddy, we're actually heading out to Barton Springs next week. We're gonna be riding the paddle boards down. Hell yeah, dude, I'm so there, pumped. So, get some yeah, sun. Come check them out, Loom Paddle Company. Tell them we sent you for free shipping on all boards and paddles. And back to the show. Um, what did you eat? Your fucking pasta. How do those not stink? I told you that pasta, pasta didn't sound good. Not fun pasta. I haven't been eating much in the last. Farty pasta. Farty pasta. Guys, focus. Stop poking at me. Okay. Stop farting. All right. Deal. Uh, I'm farting pasta. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. So we, we were actually talking earlier about um like going on dates and holding out on having you know any sort of Studying sexual interactions. What do, you, what do you guys think, Al? What's your call on that? So. It depends on who you're taking out. That's yeah. how I feel. And your, what your mindset is going into it. Sure, yeah. So... Do you think it matters whether you do? Like, if you go to a bar... If you meet a girl at a bar, is it different than meeting a girl for, like... Of course. ...dinner or something? Yeah. I think so. I think there's different expectations and different scenes. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, Never I mean, date the girl at the bar. Didn't, you're saying if you meet a girl at a bar or if yeah, you take yeah. her there first? Oh. Wait, who are we meeting or taking? Meeting or taking. Do you think there's I don't a difference think every, everyone at the it's safe to assume that everyone at the bar is just like a degenerate just like wanting to have sex. You don't think it is? They have tattoos. No. Hold on. One second. Good girls go to bars too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I just met you at a bar. Ooh. No, I took you to the bar. That's why I, that's why I asked. Do you meet them at no, the bar? Or do you I, take them to the bar? I think girls that go to the bar on a consistently basis are not dateable. Hmm. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. Then leave it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think, like, it's safe to assume that everyone that goes to bars, like, needs to be treated Definitely not. Differently. Yeah. No. That's what you were saying, though, right? No, I was asking the question. Oh, okay. Yeah. I personally don't. Um, It's weird, though, like, as a guy, you don't really think about that, like, holding out. Yeah. Because you're, <laughs> yeah. you know, growing up and yeah. stuff like that, you always just like, oh, six. Just get it when you can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, now you understand maybe to have something with a little more substance. For sure. You need to maybe do that. And it's weird. It's uh, kind of unfortunate. It sucks. No, I think it's great because like, it helps you develop relationships better than otherwise. You right. Because there's like once you – I feel like once you – if you hook up, it's just not the same. It's, oh, it's almost like you, it's a deflated version of what it could have been. So would you like 
how many dates do you think would be good or meeting if sort of time set, frame? See, it's tough because sometimes it's like a thing you feel. But if I was, a, I'd mm-hmm. say like ten dates. Ten if dates. You can hold up for ten dates ten and still days. like each other ten. and be interested. Go right. for it. Yeah. Can you do like two a days? One in the morning. Whole day full of dates. Hey, we're having dinner later. Ten dates. Sitting on the couch doesn't count. You know, watching Netflix. You have to leave. Adam Sandler did it. It's got to be. It's got to be an activity of them. Fifty of them. That's a long time. Yeah, and did he ever get laid? Yeah. Oh yeah, they were on the boat together a bunch of times. Only one man there. on the first date. No boat date was like no, was, but they were a, they were no. their first date every time. Every time was her first Remember? time. Yeah. So he trapped her on the boat at the end. But at that point in the movie, she yeah, like knew he had the little videos for her, and she knew what was going on. She was just scared for her life because she was trapped on the. Brock, boat. what about you? What do you think is like a good amount of dates to wait for? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I honestly think personally, it should just feel right. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't want to underestimate it, and then things go bad. So, Alec, Alec, from when when you and Sylvia met, did you guys did you guys wait, or did you how like how long did you wait, or did you? Yes, we did wait. How long? <laughs> <laughs> uh, three months. Sylvia, Sylvia, can you confirm that three months? So yeah, it was three months. Yeah. Three months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. It was hard. Confirmed. Yeah, I bet. But before that, like I was, I feel like there'd be a lack of hardness, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was gonna to. say that too. <laughs> But what were you saying? <laughs> this is a seagull. That's a good... <laughs> seagull come from. Come on. Uh, that was bad. Your seagull was good. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we waited three months super hard, but I was I wanted to go into this one a little bit different than how yeah. I would usually approach things mm-hmm. and maybe get to meet someone for who they are. And Isn't it interesting how you learn that? Yeah. That's, that's adulting. Yeah. yeah. Turning down are sex. You, are you dating anybody? Um. Yeah, mm. I, I'm going... Let me rephrase that. Are you dating? Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to go on dates. So I'm more interested in like the the infatuation and like the feelings before sex and things yeah. like that. Like sex is awesome, but there's like so much more before that that I enjoy yeah. leading up to it. So yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, the, the girl I'm dating right now, um, we it's hard to say because like we did have we did end up you know yeah hooking up a little earlier than three months. Did you know like her before that? Yeah, I knew her for a long time, okay. uh, like two years. But I'm you know, sure. small so you spurts. didn't really have to like get to know her. Yeah, but yeah. I think in the pe- the short period of time that we started to be like show interest, we dated building. hard. Like we were every day, we were like going and doing something till oh, really okay. late. You know, it was like a lot of content packed because we wanted to be around each other so much right away. Um, but then we we didn't end up we did end up hooking up. But I right. stayed honestly for us. Like you know, it's weird because um, like to just genuinely feel like attracted to somebody where like, everything about them you're like listening to them talk and you're like, damn. That's crazy. You know? Yeah, exactly. The first time you feel that, it's really cool. It's huge. Yeah, huge. And that's what like a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? It's uh, sapiosexual, where you're yeah, attracted yeah. to their intelligence and like how they think and what they think about. Because the she thinks just like me, which is like weird. Hmm. Like I feel like when her and I meet people or around people, we think about the, the same we think in the same things when they're talking. In, in I, when we went to Axelrad, you guys had like a back and forth, and yeah. were the thoughts were the same. It was, yeah, it was fun to listen to. Brock, I mean, what's what's it out? What's it like out there in the, the single life? Yeah, um, Tinder flame. I think uh, I'm being a little more careful now. Yeah. Um, when I when I got out of my relationship, I wasn't really thinking about being serious with right. anyone. Not that I was out here just like to paint the city. Yeah, I have a little bit of fun. Yeah, paint the ceiling. Paint paint the town red. That's a yeah, thing, right? yeah. <laughs> I said paint, uh, the, just paint the town. It sounds just what's going on down there. Yeah, Some, if it's red, don't go. Yeah, I mean. if it's red, bro, you gotta get that checked out. <laughs> uh, um, so I like before I wasn't really doing it as much, but now I think I'm starting to, and I'm not really sure how long uh, I'm 
not to say that I'm willing to do, but I, how long do I know before it feels right? Yeah. And I think that's the big thing for me is like, it's almost if I put a date or if I have um, a certain amount of dates, then it's just leading up to that just so I can do it. Yeah. Where if I have a feeling like, okay, I know this is real and then I do it, it won't be it. Like, just like I'm having sex to have sex. Not to say, well, the one thing that I've heard too from a lot of different guys is if you do have sex right away, sometimes they, it's a turnoff and it's just like a one night thing. And they don't call back. They look leaving like that's not what I was expecting. Well, seriously, I've had conversations with a lot of guys that say that. Mm-hmm. It's just like as soon as I hit, like I'm not interested anymore, and it's shitty. Yeah, but it's it's almost realistic because I hear it from a lot of people. So, yeah. like, to what extent do you do something different and not feel that way? You yeah, know? it's happened with me for sure. Like, I get to know someone. I'm like, oh, I really like this person a lot. And he has sex, and it's just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. don't really fuck with it anymore. It's not because of like. This, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, right. that sex is whack. Like, fuck you. It's just like, I look at that person a little different. Yeah. And yeah. that could be the same it's thing for the purpose. girl, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dude. Jordan. I'm sorry, guys. It's no, gonna, you're not. It's going to come out. That's nasty. You know, you all know how it feels when you don't let your farts out? Yeah. <laughs> she's 20 years old. She's Jordan? He's acting like he's 10. No, Naomi was like that. So... Last week we talked a lot about Serena Williams. So she, the the coach, admitted to coaching. Damn, really? Yep. But that's not Serena's fault, right? I don't know anything. Why even? <laughs> why do you even? Hey, I don't get it. Like, why have a coach if you can't coach? Yeah, it's all up to the match. Yeah, it's kind of like one on one battle. It's a really old game. Yeah. You know, like when the, when I think of sports, I think of like uh, basketball and football. Like those are fairly new sports. Yeah. Tennis is old as hell. We got Surprise, that. motherfucker. <clears throat> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Dexter. You also young thug went to jail this weekend? Oh, last week? Yeah, and my dog is free. Already. Didn't you guys know the charges or anything? Brock. Um, it's some gun and drug charges for sure. Felony stuff. So he had guns and drugs? Stuff he shouldn't have went to Allegedly. jail for. Allegedly. Yeah. Do you ever wonder <laughs> do you ever wonder if that's like PR stuff? Possibly. Like, His I, buddy? Like they paid the cops. Um bands? Was going to not have sex if he was going to go to prison. Mm. Young Ben. Not have sex? Yeah, he was going to petition. Because, you know, Young Thug changed his name to sex. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you being serious? Yeah. It's a real thing, baby. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we check this, please? Scout's on it. On it. Yeah. Young so Ben's also he said... He changed his name to sex. He did? Mm-hmm. He what? still goes by Young fuck? Thug, but it's one of his monikers now. Like Jeffrey. So weird. El- My name is Jeffrey. Uh, young Thug. My name Thugger. is Sex. Sex. Wait, Jeffrey's actually another name of his? That's his real name. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. They, it's good they took those drugs away from him for a little bit. I don't no. think he needs them right now. <laughs> he needs to get a little bit more of his system. He needs to have two names. Yeah. It's crazy he got caught with like felony gun and drug charges and he's out the same week. Yeah, that's crazy. Money. Big time. Yo, I'm Big so time glad money. I'm not a felon. I have friends that are felons. It seems like it sucks. Shout out to all my felons. Yeah. It looks shitty. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a pretty big label, right? Jobs. If you, had a, if you had to have an alternate name, Apartments. like Young Thug's alternate name is Sex, what would your alternate name be? Alex Taylor. <laughs> There's so much history behind that. I love yeah. it. Brock? <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? What would um, be your alternate name? Probably Big Deal. Nah, that's like, you already did that one. That one oh, counts. okay. Oh, we're doing a new one? Yeah. Well, he did Alex Taylor. <laughs> Don't call me out, boy. Right, right. <laughs> Don't call me out, none, none, none. <laughs> Alec... Besides Alex Taylor, what would be your... Well, you have to pick a new one. Like yeah, that's right. Freshest back up. Practical. 
Crack Dingle. Crack Dingle. Crack Dingle. You're saying Crack Dingle? Crack Dickle. Okay. Crack Dickle. That's kind of a fresh Tyler. name. Why did yeah. you come up with that so fast? It's crack Dickle. Because that's my alter ego. I might use it already. Brock. No, we said new ones. Crack Dickle doesn't count. <laughs> Reload <laughs> the chamber. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know another one. <laughs> Crack tickle was a, was a good enough for sure. Blackfoot. Damn. <laughs> Do you have like frostbite or something? Like in Mr. Deeds? Gout. <laughs> gout. It always reminds me of everyone hates Chris. Terry Crews got gout. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody asked Jordan. Brussels sprouts. Uh, Brock never answered. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> young Blumpkin. A real one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a real one. Be serious for once in your life. Alice and Alice is crack dickle. Yeah. Crack dickle Tyler. Yeah. All right. You never heard? All right. If he's crack dickle, then <laughs> waves of thunder. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That's my R&B moniker. Waves of thunder. Waves of thunder. It just sounds violent. No, dude. Yeah, it sounds sexy. like that's what the hurricane is named over in okay, fucking North this. Carolina. Waves of thunder. <clears throat> Album comes in. Just loud. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's all it needs. In the, in the distance, you hear a little... But you hear the rain on the window like... So, so you're terrified? And then piano. There's a commercial with Fabio in it. So were you supposed to go to jail with Young Thug by how many drugs he used? <laughs> What's wrong with Waves of Thunder? Waves of Thunder and Sex going on tour together. Jordan, what's your, what's your name? If I had to pick an old name, um, yeah, you've had a lot of time to think about it now. I haven't been thinking about it. <laughs> what are you thinking, Jordan? What are you thinking? I like I like Johnny Salami a lot since I heard it last week. But <laughs> salmon toots. Oh, stinky tutor butt. Stinky, stinky tutor, tutor butt. butt. Yeah, stinky tutor butt. So I saw on Twitter that Drake rented out a restaurant to take his 18-year-old girlfriend out on a date. How old, how old is Drake? Drake's got to be in his 30s. Is that too is that too much? 33? 32? Even if it's 30, 30 to 18 is a big deal. That's 31. 31. Okay. That's a lot of years. 13 years. And a lot of experience. Yeah. I saw a picture of like a lot of Drake was on Degrassi when she was in the womb. Wow. That's kind of crazy to think about. But like if I was fifty, now it's the forty-year-old woman. That's not weird. Or uh, yeah, so, but it's not weird because the she's not she's forty. You know, if she's eighteen, she's a baby. So I bring it back to Tyga did it. Yeah, why did nobody? Why Team was Raw. nobody upset about that? <laughs> but the thing People is, were upset about that. This why girl, did he go to jail. He got roasted because she's a uh, Kardashian. It's crazy. Oh yeah, Kim's a lawyer now, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what is this girl? Need. So that Kylie Jenner, millionaire, Ooh. got it made. Yeah. What is this girl? Model. Just a model? Probably just super model. attractive. She's a model. And she just came out saying that that was not true. Lies. Yeah. <laughs> Who's lying? I'm calling Drake. bullshit on your calling Check bullshit. her bank accounts. I not Facts don't matter. <laughs> yeah.
So this week we got a question from our Twitter. Shout out to our Twitter followers. Hashtag. Uh, if you don't already, go ahead and follow the Jab Media on Twitter. Uh, this week's question, all your freshest content. You D. <laughs> this week's question is from Blonde Bugs, and she said that she's just getting started in the gym, and she asked, "How do I know how much weight to start with?" Oh, Unless that's a good one. About lifting, yeah, because yeah, yeah. um, you don't want to jump in and do too much, but yeah. you don't want to also. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think you start with what's light, and then work your way up from there. Get yeah. the form movement patterns down, and then pick it up. I think movement's key. Yeah, because yeah, you start with too much. Well, how do you know what's light if you're a beginner? Um, I there's a scale. It's rated or perceived exertion. Our scale of RPE, one to ten. That's what all it is. Right. So use one to ten. Ten's too heavy. One's oh. too light. Start at a five. Work your way up Man. slowly. As wow. long as you're more comfortable here. How would how many reps do you think? I don't know. I think starting out with like. 12 reps you just the weights that you can manage and slowly move like weights that don't make you sh- like move your feet around or fin- you know fidget too much right start there and then work your way up hmm. yeah one thing that i was reading with especially weight wise <clears throat> is it's not always about how sore you feel the next exactly. day really? it's yeah because if say you want to work out the next day you're not might not go to the gym because you're super sore but exactly yeah that is true so finding a weight that's not easy but something that you can rep that's what I think would be key in the mobility yeah. behind it. There's um, research done on farmers because like farmers are notoriously known for like being really yeah, strong. Super strong. And the research showed that because farmers lift moderately heavy weights every day consistently, rather than heavy weights every other day, a few times a week, like you know most lifters do. That's why they're so strong because their bodies just slowly gotten so used to heavier and heavier loads. Ever shook a farmer's hand? Yeah. Crazy. I didn't think I was gonna get yeah. it back, <laughs> dude. Actually, you know what? I yesterday no. no, no. The day before, I shook uh, somebody's hand, grew up on a farm, and damn it, crushed yeah. my hand. Tip of the day. Ready? Yeah. This is how you make your hand stronger. Clench a fist in your opposite hand. So do it without. We're going to practice. Okay, now clench a fist. Stronger? I feel a little bit stronger, yeah. but I don't know if it's just because you it's, told me that it is. One thing that I've read is like levels in your body, so if you have your hand open, the level, the pressure, I don't know I'm going with this, but... The um, do you know when people used to wear the bracelets on the opposite side of the wrist so they would keep balance? Balance yeah. bracelets, yeah, oh, something yeah. like that. So it's in that same category of things yeah. to a certain extent. <laughs> it's like those necklaces that baseball players wore mm-hmm. to make give them balance, it's but fucking mentally, yeah, it's there because yeah, true. Um, placebo it puts it on the other side, so you yeah. close your fist, the energy goes to your body and stops, and then you can bring it back to your your hand. Like the monks say that shit. So you gotta trust the monks, yeah. Monks know their shit. Yeah. You ever see someone wear those like masks, those elevator elevation training masks? Yes, I monk have mask? seen that. No, it's not a monk mask. It's a mask. <sighs> I like. actually, no, I changed my name. That's my new moniker, Monk Mask. Ooh. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, what no, no. Side tits. So elevation mask. Elevation, elevation mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. What What is that? I don't know. It's just like a small mask that's supposed to simulate being in high altitude. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're silly. Is there research behind that supports that even? No. Yeah, nothing. No. It's just kind of like well, that's making it hard to research, breathe. Man, like you can do it enough times to like finagle the research mm, to sound legitimate. That's true. Really, it's like you could walk in there with a towel typed over your face and <laughs> and it's the same thing. That's all science is, is just finagling facts. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> another question that we got on Instagram this week was from I am Celine. Thank you, I am Celine. Shout out to Celine. Hashtag. So the question is... I'm looking into starting a podcast and trying to figure out how to get myself more out there in front of people because I'm uncomfortable speaking. What do you think is the best step for me to take first, and how do I take that step? Ooh, 
That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, can we answer that? Yeah, definitely. I yeah, think so. Absolutely. Are you sure? We don't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we so, got you, Celine. I mean, I think there's a lot of different approaches. I think it depends on the kind of person that you are in the first place because you don't want to fake it, right? Like, sometimes um, introverted people can be very emotional people. And I feel like being emotional and like sharing your emotions with people can mm-hmm. be cool because it's like a level of reality that people get to have. But obviously, you're not going to go to a party and be like, you know, talk about like stuff, like a really sad thing in front of a big group of people. It really depends on the setting, right? Yeah. Like, there's a time and a place, and I don't know. I think I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to figure out because it just depends on the person. Everyone's different. And plus, I don't know. This is this is a great group to talk about it because personally, like I'll fucking go talk to anybody anytime. Yeah. Anyway, you are the outgoing. I never have that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard for me to to think about it from the other side because it's just like a natural thing. Yeah, I think you know if you if you want to do a podcast, you have some sort of. Um, inner desire to share your uh, thoughts and express express Mm -hmm. yourself to other people um so i think it's really just getting over the initial fear that you might have and i think through years of um like making music being on stage doing podcasts you know i think personally i stopped worrying so much about how to please other people because you can't please everyone so i think you got to take care of yourself first and do what you want to do how you want to do it and then kind of shape yourself based off of how you feel about your own work. Yeah, you see. Right. And I think, especially with a podcast, that's going to make you the most honest to yourself. Easily. Yeah. And that's what people want. They don't want to listen to you fake for an hour. Yeah. You know, they want to hear the real you. And I think so with, that's what you got to give it to them. Yeah. Like, work and practice. Like, you can be... If you're not that person right away, then, like, you can become that person with, like, just being confident. You gotta be the real you because someday you might meet that person and you don't want to be, you know, you don't have to pretend. Facts. Okay. So, yeah, with me, I think I, not the weakest, but I have the hardest time with going out, talking to a lot of people with like anxiety and things like that. And just hearing myself back on the podcast was super hard for me. Still is, still is day. So, I think the biggest thing for me that keeps it in my head is me not doing it is not gonna change anything with like bettering myself or becoming a person that I wanna become. So it pushes me in a direction to put myself out there and the goals that I set up for myself can be done with this podcast. And if I don't do it, those goals will never be accomplished. Yeah. So that pushes me in the right direction. And if I do say something or have a bad episode or I do something that isn't right, that's me at the end of the day. And you can just edit it out. Well, yeah, I can edit it out <laughs> and that's me. So I have this new motto where like what you see is what you get and what you mm. hear is what you get. So I want to be them. able to go out in public and... Be myself. I don't want to yeah. be this fake person yeah, that watches what I say. Like, yeah. if you don't like me, I would hope that you'd give me the time of the day to maybe end up like me or we come to a mutual agreement on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So. Can I ask you something? So, like, with going and not feeling comfortable in front of people, mm-hmm. is it more of a thing of not trusting them or fear of, like, not self-confidence. trusting what you say? Okay. Yeah. It's right. my self-confidence with myself. So, when I do put myself in... Um, harder situations that are people that might be judging me or something like that like it, it's hard for me you know it's weird as you don't come off like that i don't think yeah to people i yeah. work on it it's yeah. a it's a work well, every this, day this goes great with the question because it's like exactly the situation that she's in she wants to do it but she's a little you know self-conscious of how she sounds yeah. you know and then and that's exactly what you're talking about like what do you think helps you the most with my confidence yeah um, as far as like listening back to yourself listening back to myself knowing well you helped me a lot same with jordan just by being confident and telling me like hey like it's it's good so having a support system is it's yeah, big. Yeah. um also just like the voices that i hear in my head 
just like oh man you sound like shit oh dude you shouldn't mm-hmm. have said that why would you say something like that people are going to judge you i have to almost box those those out and know it's only this one time or this moment in time that matters yeah so yeah. say i do do something we're like on the ninth episode if i do say something on the third episode 50 episodes from now it won't matter. that's not gonna matter yeah. mm-hmm. but i can't get to 50 episodes if i don't have a third episode that's that's a great way to look at it so have you guys listened to our first episode I I did when it first came out. I haven't yeah. since then. It I is when you, back, listen, yeah. when you listen back to it, you can tell it's a little more like um, rigid than it Just is now. Wild Which is boys, because like we've been friends for since kids, since we were what? Like you guys met me before you all met me. I think y'all met y'all in like fifth the grade. porn days. Yeah, so it's same funny. school though. <laughs> yeah. funny Brock was making moves. <laughs> we have conversation like it's just so like easy, and mm-hmm. we have so much. We know each other so well. Yeah, but you throw some microphones on it, and that first episode, yeah. you could tell it's kind of like rigid you know for personally for myself i was a little nervous i want to say so like i think for celine or i am celine Mm -hmm. i think the best thing that you could do is just not care yeah not care people Mm -hmm. obviously you're not going to go around you know screaming racial slurs for 45 (laughs) minutes on the podcast but you know write down the things that you want to talk about and write down what you what you want people to think of your show and what you want them to get from your show and then just talk you know if they don't like it they don't like it they don't have to listen there's plenty of years out there Plenty of years. Plenty of mm-hmm. years. Yeah, and if someone that... Most people have two. Yeah. You know, the only time that Sorry. I've had... Okay. The only time that I had a little bit of regret on something I said... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in the podcast or real yeah, life? In, on the podcast. I don't regret much in real life. But Damn. It's more on the podcast because like sometimes... Life, I think baby. Things can be worded. Sound like I... I don't explain it well enough, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean. Um, and people might not know you, so if you do say something, they're just like they don't know. Like that's not Jordan, exactly. You know, like, yeah, uh, one of my clients, she said something to me about one of our shows that she was listening to, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just like me talking about my dick, you know, stupid yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's I think that the only reason that for her is a surprise because like you know, obviously when I'm at work, I'm much You're professional. professional, yeah. But I'm just here with my boys, you know, so it's different. So every time <laughs> I listen, I have people like that are in the professional setting that listen to them. I was like, just you know, right, have your kids around. But yeah, and you are self-critiquing, so yeah. you know that you don't want to sound like that, and for future, you probably won't sound like that. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to, the only way you can learn mm-hmm. is by messing up or doing something. I say go for it, Celine. Yeah. yeah. And then and then Absolutely. we can have you as a guest on our show. Let's do it. Collab. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Celine. That's a good question. That, I, I haven't really thought about that. Like, when, when we started, we didn't really have that stutter, did we? I don't think so. No, we were just basically like... Let's hit it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was pumped. But there are three too. of us. Yeah, and we're all. And we also have the support of Sylvia. Yeah. So mm-hmm. our producer is super helpful. You need Hashtag. a team, man. Yeah. You gotta have Celine. You gotta need a team, team, girl. Yeah. Need someone on there help out there helping you. We'll help you out. One more thing, also with that, Celine is you gotta have a team that's not like a waste of energy. Like recently, I think it's I've felt like it's really important to put energy into the people that are significant in your life and like oh, that you yeah, go that just back sense. and forth with rather than just like one direction of energy you know because like i have like a lot of people hit me up and be like oh man it's been so long let's do this and it's like it's not that i don't like you it's just i like other people a lot more and yeah. i i you know i feel like i get more from being around them spiritually and you know Mentally, I, it just helps my that. life yeah it's mm-hmm. better and i feel like it's reciprocal right rather than just like me going and sitting in someone's couch for two hours and not getting any you know yeah. i don't like that it's not for me and as you get older your time is is more valuable for sure true yeah so there's things that you need to do in your life and little sacrifices you do make yeah to hang out with people so i've bailed on hanging out with people because i wanted to make sure my dog didn't feel lonely like that's you know because that, that's, that's i'm with them every day you know what i'm saying like that wife. to me says a lot like back in the day i used to like do anything to yeah. get out there and be around people because it was like 
you know you wanted to be cool yeah the more you hung out with people the, yeah. the popularity went up definitely it's about quality not quantity friend wise yeah hmm. yeah as I, as I get older that's something that I've been realizing too is just um, how do you uh, how do you like realize when someone's not a good use of energy like what do you think is something that would help another person listening mm-hmm. recognize that maybe just realizing like what you get out of it you know I like me personally I think it's I think it's good to have a diverse group of people to yeah. go to you know I, like like you did say it is about quality over quantity that's true but if you only hang out with one person and then that person's gone and you like cut out all your other friends, then you have no one. Just my dog. Relationships. Well, yeah, yeah. Hard work. Absolutely. It's, you got to have the, it's a talent almost Yeah. to be friends with so many people yeah. and then to like cater to each them because each relationship, because like they might need a little bit today and then tomorrow someone exactly. may need, a, need a little bit. It's like watering a garden. You know, I get I get that way with my phone sometimes. Uh, I have like people messaging our podcast, people messaging me personally, yeah. friends messaging Social family. Media is everywhere. Yeah, sometimes by the end of the day, like I just like my phone is just this irritating thing with all this information that I need to you know respond with. So um, what I've been doing recently is a half hour before I go to bed, I don't touch my phone. You know, like I'm not responding. Like if I'm talking to somebody, I'm like, hey, I'm just you know this is it. I'm right. not communicating anymore tonight, and um, it helps me sleep a lot better. And sleep actually, really. Yeah, Saturday, um, I got when I was done with work at like one or two, I shut my phone off for the rest of the night. Oh shit! I slept like a baby. You know, so like sleeping as in like faster going to sleep or better better sleep. quality. Yeah, wow, I think wow. just better quality sleep. I think my brain gets to shut off a little more and I actually enjoy that. Like your phone is like always this anxiety thing because like so, you never know what kind of information never. or who's gonna reach out or what's going on. And when you when it's not an option, you just enjoy the moment so much exactly. better. I think I'm gonna try to do that tonight. Yeah, I meditated for eight minutes the other day. It's crazy. I've been, I've been wanting to get back into it's that. It's crazy. It, time went so fast. Like I didn't even feel like it was eight minutes. Damn, my yeah. dog was licking my fucking face the whole time, but whatever. It was, it was still peaceful. Yeah, it was it's beautiful. Still, <laughs> yeah, it's just a little rainfall. Beautiful moment. Yeah. Yeah. Waves of thunder. Yeah, there's been a lot of things like with the phones and stuff. It's like blue blockers. You ever heard of those? No. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't know. Yeah, they're they like are. glasses you can wear at night to like watch TV and stuff, and they keep the Blu-rays oh. out of the TV and your phone. So mm. I was looking into that, but I don't really want to wear them at night. Yeah. So I do wear glasses. What about cucumbers? The cucumbers. You know, people put cucumbers over their eyes. Ah, motherfucking it, Motherfucking this man episode now in Jam Park, gang. Oh, I ain't no time. Yeah, always this is Louisiana, man. Uh, this is Breezy Randall? Dude, who was that? Yeah, guy? He just came in the house. Yeah, I do what I do. I do what I like. Don't ever talk about Louisiana, man. That was the weirdest exit I think we've had on the podcast. Did he like fade away? Yeah, he left. Uh, he like walked away, shaking his fist like Louisiana man. Damn, that was wild, dude. <laughs> dude we need a, we need more security in the studio. I think the Louisiana man comes back. I'm We're taking uh, resumes. Yeah, send but, us your shirtless pics. As always, thank you to our <laughs> thank you to our jab listeners. Thank you so much. This is Young the Al. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. We appreciate the questions. The feedback, the love. love. Keep listening. Yeah, it's 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 actually really really uh, a huge compliment for us to look at the numbers and see people from everywhere are listening and getting engagement. So keep it up, guys. Yeah, thank share you with so your friends. Much. Review us. Yeah, leave that comment. Put a review on wherever you're listening. Uh, send us those questions. Mm-hmm. You can get a t-shirt. T-shirt so, time. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is people call me Jay. This is Young Al. 
And this is Breezy Rando. Stay cool, Houston. Watch out for the jab.